0: i Spaces Hello and welcome to The Ether. Today is Sunday, January 8th, 2023. Today on The Ether, The Landing, hosted by OnePlanet, from idea to launch pad with the Hellcats. Let's take a listen.
1: All right, what do you guys think about that music?
2: <laughs> it's, it's I like there, it.
3: It's dope, man. I like it.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's much better than just uh, empty space for the first, you know, minute or so when people are jumping on, man, I'm, I'm a big fan
1: yeah right uh, it's cool that it's a feature that it's native to twitter space now so i think you know twitter is they're taking good feedback and, and adapting right i know uh, i think i saw a tweet yesterday by uh, elon saying that there was more features that they were going to be updating in the next few weeks for twitter so it's good to see um that
4: they're improving Absolutely. I think just in general
2: as well, user experience on Twitter over the last few weeks has definitely amplified. Um, def- Maybe because I'm more active, I don't know, but just as a whole, definitely enjoyed it way more.
1: Yeah, I agree. And the addition of the views, I was very surprised. I feel like there's a lot of views on Twitter. I don't
4: know. I don't mean, know if you guys felt the same way.
2: Yeah, it definitely took some use to used getting used to, but um I'm a big fan for it now as well. And it's also a pretty good um, like scan to see if people's following like bot like botted followers or not. Um, so it's just a little little niche thing there as well, which is great to see. Yeah, definitely. So I'm excited for today,
1: Dim. I uh, I appreciate your time and and your community for for coming through. We see a lot of Hellcats and Hellhounds here in in the as the listeners, and we've got the Madic Man. We've got Dave co-hosting as well. So I, I'm excited to learn. You know more about your project. What's going on now? Well, you know what's going to happen in the future. I obviously have been following Hellcats for a long time since Mint and Tara, but I hope that we can get some some new listeners in here so that they can learn and hopefully come up and ask questions and uh, and that way we can continue to expand uh, your community, right? And uh, so the goal for today is really just to yeah learn all about uh, Hellcats and Hellhounds. And so Dave, for the most part, he's one of uh, our ambassadors, but He hosts his twitter spaces uh, weekly i think in january they they're doing three a week Uh, but he's always having creators and builders on his on his twitter spaces and so i wanted to have him on this twitter space uh, where where we're recalling from idea to launch pad so that he can kind of lead the the show um he's very good at at hosting twitter spaces and so uh what, what i'll do is i'll just kind of let him run the show here and then Matic man and myself will just be here to support. And uh, if there's any questions from the community, you guys can um, come up and request. And uh, if there's questions about one planet. We can help you with that as well. Uh, but that's the plan. That's the agenda for today.
2: Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, I don't think that uh, Dave and I have had the, the pleasure of doing a space together. So um, awesome to connect, Dave. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining
5: and appreciate your time as well. <laughs> No, no, it's nice to meet you and, and for everyone that hasn't met me, no pressure, right, Edwin. Thank you. Um I'm I'm looking forward to this one and finding out a little bit more about um Hellcats and and just meeting you guys and like you guys like um edwin said have uh, turned up in numbers um and if you are listening i'll tell you what will help everyone out is if you go and give the room a retweet before we get started that's always uh always very very useful um we'd appreciate it very very much um dim if there's anything else you'd like to share as well just let us know or, or pop it up the top i don't really know if you've got any other tweets that, that you want to show off today
2: no, nah, that's all good. Um, I'm. i uh, I just gave the uh, the initial tweet a uh, a retweet
5: now, and uh, but other than that, I'm. I'm all good. I'm all good. I guess. I guess Edwin. Uh, well, I don't know. We haven't said. We said hello to Tony. I. I can. This space didn't appear to be open for me for a few minutes, so um I haven't said hello to Tony. How are you doing, Tony?
3: Hey, Dave. Man, so excited to be in this space. And uh, there's the old cliche that a rising tide lifts every ship, and the Hellcats, because of the momentum, they're lift, helping lift the entire Polygon NFT space. So I'm excited about learning more from them about their amazing project. And Dave, I know you haven't been feeling well, but man, you're, you're a legend. So glad you're in the space hosting it. No,
5: thank you very much. And um, yeah, no, guys, I, I guess we get started then, Tim. And I mean, like for Nick, um, when I when I host uh, AMAs, so I kind of like to get to know you a little bit as like the the founder and and kind of you know what you're about. Um, I know we're kind of tight on on time here, like we've got the hour schedule. But if you want to sort of um, just quickly give an introduction to yourself, maybe how you uh, came into crypto, maybe a little bit about your history before.
2: For sure, man. Um, so, look, I got introduced to Bitcoin. Um, this would have been in twenty. 20- I think it was the end of 2020. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, and look, before before that introduction, the whole uh, just absolutely no knowledge. Uh, you know anything? Computers struggled to bloody connect my com- computer to the TV. Um, so when I was introduced to well, sorry, before I was before that, uh, my main sort of time was um, around sports and nutrition um, and. A lot of my work was involved in, in the sporting world, um, a few little marketing jobs here and there, um, and more, more to the point, I was um, focusing on my coaching career. Um, there's a few Australians here in, in Aussie rules football, um, so coaching at a semi-professional level, um, as well as coaching people one-on-one. Um, I did a lot of practice, um, dynamic neuromuscular stabilization, a lot of uh, meditation, yoga, um, and, and in turn, just, you know, self-development for, for people as well. Um, so that was sort of like my main sort of cause and, and calling at that point. Um, and that's one of my uh, mentors actually introduced me to Bitcoin and that's sort of where the curiosity trail begun. And um, once that initial spark was ignited, um, that whole 2021, I um, essentially put everything aside, uh, all all my other work, uh, all my other studies, and just focused purely on this space and educated myself for the year. Um, I worked on various projects as a volunteer. Um, you know, didn't get paid for that year, and it was just learning, uh, networking, um, and that were the main points of of that of that year for me and. You know, was extremely fortunate to uh, work on a project with Taylor. Um, and look, we we gelled quite well. We felt like our our talents and our skills complemented each other really well. You know, he's more of a creative, creative mind, and you know, very good marketer as well. Um, and I'm I'm probably a little bit more on the sort of business strategic side and and finance. And um, I guess my uh, also one of my main skills through my coaching is my verbal skills as well, which, you know, lends fantastically to this space. So, you know, after honestly one phone call, which lasted about, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, it was just like, yeah, let's do this thing together. Um, and that's sort of where it all began. And, you know, Terra seemed like the, the perfect location for us um, at that time. You know, we were, we were sort of looking at, I don't know, three to five other projects who had minted on Terra, uh, very low viewership. Uh, very low um, volume on Terra as well at this point, and we just saw—you know—a lot of people would look at that as like heaps of limitations as to building a project, but we really looked at that as an opportunity to um, create a, a and forge or mold a space that we wanted to work in, and and we did exactly that on Terra for for five or six months, and and until the collapse, and you know, obviously reset after that collapse time and we learned a lot about ourselves our relationships um and then in turn you know about our community and and how to improve uh as we as we launched back on polygon and we took all those lessons that that we learned on on Terra, and we feel like we're in a really good place now uh mentally individually uh, and as a team um we feel like we've got a really clear path and a clear vision as to what we want to achieve and how we're going to achieve it. And then I suppose the next thing is there is just making sure that you have the means to be able to do that. So, you know, one thing that the Hellcats is renowned for is just such a high-quality team. We feel like every individual who is working on Hellcats has a specific and very strong skill set which complements to the, the the totality of what we're building here. And Taylor and I have always been of the opinion that there's always going to be somebody better at us at something that we're not good at. So let's find those people. Let's make sure that we connect with them well uh, on a personal level and let's build this thing together. And um, that's sort of been our get-go from the start and and the team number has you know, gone from 14 members to now, I think there's about 14 to 16 people who are working on, on Hellcat. So, yeah, that's a, a brief sort of intro slash, you know, where we are now um, as a collective and as an individual
5: so these intros kind of always spark more questions for me than than they answer, and I think that, like, there's two key ones. And I'll, I'll maybe come back to to the question about Luna later if we've got time. I would maybe love you to touch on like your biggest loss and your biggest win, like as you felt it going through that time. Um, but before we do that, um, you, you spoke about your team like in, increasing in size by like three times, maybe a little bit more in a, in a short in a short period. Did you say like from four to fourteen. Did I did I catch that right? And um, what what values are you looking for in your team like what like you know human values crypto values are you trying to bring together
2: yeah so i think the underarching point for me is that i don't care about skill sets and what people like have at the moment what they can do or what they can't do what i'm mainly focused on is What is their attitude towards wanting to learn something new and are they able to apply themselves? We work in an industry where everybody is working remotely. So you have to be intrinsically motivated and be able to do things yourself and not be micromanaged. And I I hate being micromanaged myself. I hate being told what to do, full stop. Um, and I'll never do that with anybody in the team. Like, of course, you know, you're there for support, for guidance and wherever, you know, your team needs you, you're always there, of course. Um, but I always want to give full autonomy to these people in the team. Um, but at the end of the day, it goes back to what is their motivation. It needs to be like internal motivation. Um, so that is essentially the only skill set that I'm looking at. And, you know, when I look back at where I was before I started this journey, like if, if I can do this, then literally anybody can. You just have to have the right mindset to be able to want to learn. And, um, you know, I'll give you an example. When we um, signed our uh, full, full stack developer, Thomas, he was initially not like foreign to quite, of the, quite a lot of the things that we wanted to to achieve and his response was yep no worries it's going to take me some time to actually do these things because I'm going to have to be learning and working at the same time but if you're not learning in this space then what's the point in being in it and it sort
5: of encapsulates exactly what we're all about. Uh, I love that answer. So thank you very much for sharing. I just um, before I I ask you to give myself and some other people in the room who maybe don't know so much about health a uh, an introduction to to where you're at and, and maybe what's coming next. Is there anything that that you want to ask at this point, Edwin or Tony?
1: You know, uh, it's interesting, Dim. I just heard you talk about your initial career, and similarly, I went to school for sports medicine, and I got the opportunity to work for big companies like FedEx, Tesla, and ultimately the the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think I, for me, it was a great experience because I learned a lot about like being in, in, in those environments where there's um, there's a lot of output, right? Like uh, at the end of the day, what we're all doing here in, in the attention economy and uh, trying to get um, new members onboarded and, and just people curious and interested in, in our projects, uh, it takes, it takes a lot of energy, right. And it takes coming in daily and, uh, and showing what your project is about and what you guys are building and transparency. And, um, and so it's just interesting to see how you were able to transition from that career, uh, and into what you're doing now as well. But yeah, I just thought that was cool that,
3: that you were doing that before. And Dave, I didn't have a question, but. I just had a comment. It's really cool to get to be in a space like this and learn more about uh, a, a project and also the team that's behind the project. And Dem, it's great and to know you're a sports fan. I'm a huge sports fan as well. One, one of my best mates here in China is from Australia, was a professional uh, football player there. And it's great. And and to know that you you weren't one of those guys who have always been techie, that it's something you've picked up in you know recent years and and to see what you've done with it is just amazing i think that's an encouragement to people just getting started in the space so yeah it's it's great to hear this
5: well i suppose i suppose i should get to know a little bit more about hellcats then really guys um i think i I, i've had a little look and i've got an overview like your website's uh spot on and for anyone that wants to go and have a look healthcast uh loads of information there um but like the introduction to the the project and maybe the pillars concept that you guys have got going on would be useful not only for myself but but for a lot of other people in the room potentially
4: yeah absolutely so
2: you know if i start with uh a really broad overview um the first couple of things that define us as a project are the community, collaboration, and creativity. And those three core things are essentially at, at the pinnacle of everything that we do in terms of development wise. Um, so when I start to sort of branch out on those type of things, then you can sort of be a little bit more specific with, you know, niche areas of your project. But um, one thing that has stayed with us from the very get go. And I think this is really important for, um, identification and connectiveness with digital art is that we've had a really strong branding behind being troublemakers and, um, you know, our hashtag #RaiseHell. hell. So where that sort of, uh, derives from is that we appreciate that, you know, we are the outcasts so to speak of society. And that we are not seen upon as like, you know, your traditional methods to be working. And, you know, when you go chat about crypto and NFTs to your friends, you might get looked at a little bit weird or, you know, just little pump and dump schemes and these type of things. And initially getting started in this, in this, uh, field, you sometimes feel a little bit skittish or shy about that. But as we've grown into this, it's, you, you want to really take a stranglehold of that identification and be like, you know what? I am fucking different and I'm happy about it and I'm proud to be in this space and develop this space and make it into something that, you know, I'm, i can look back on in a few years and be like, Hey, this is cool. We, you know, we did that. We left this mark on it and that's where the troublemaker spirit comes from. It's like taking that on board and being like, yeah, okay, let's do this, you know? And with that, you get to band with your brothers online because whatever you're experiencing, everybody else is similar experiencing you know, in their real life scenario as well, whether it's with family, friends and whatnot. So that's sort of where it all derives from. That's like the, the very number one base point. And then as we expand from there, you look at the three main pillars of work, which is the digital aspect. So You know, for instance, sake, the best way to put that is if I scroll down on this Twitter space and I look at the the Hellcats and the PFPs, I don't even need to know the names of the people because I know which PFP belongs to which person. So creating this uh, identification with your PFP and like your online. Uh, identity is just integral to make sure that this digital has an impact this digital art has an impact on the individual and then their online representation and that's why the hellcats are so prominent because they have so much personality each cat represents a person and, and a part of their life um, then we sort of get on to the second pillar which is the physical aspect something that we've I feel like only really scratched the surface with it's definitely a key pillar of ours um, you know where currently in the process of of launching our second uh, product line of merchandise. Um, We have a lot of plans on how we're going to really amplify that, but we just feel that right now it's not um, in our sort of like number one priority uh, area. But yeah, if you jump on our website, you'll see our our second line of merchandise going. And, you know, we have a, a designer in Hong Kong, um you know she's well connected and you know our fabrics and cuts are from champion so very high quality um great fabrics great materials and then we have a model based in melbourne as well who have has been helping us with our direction and where we want to take that in the future so it's definitely something there that's going to be a core pillar for a long time to come and then the third one is is our world and law so you know who are the Hellcats? Who is my Hellcat? What relationship does my Hellcat have with the next one? Where does my Hellcat live? Where does he hang out? You know, what is he like doing? And we do answer those questions through our comics and law building. So we've only launched one comic, comic live. We've finished the second one. We'll launch that in due course. Um, and we also have a creative writer, Viviana, who is um, busy at work in the back background, creating all that stuff. And we also will venture into the animations world as well, um, and that'll act, that'll add an extra layer. But we believe that that will be more prominent in. Uh, maybe not necessarily a bull market, but some, you know, a, a time where there's more viewership um, in the space because that's just great marketing marketing material and it would be best used, say, for instance, like when you, you know, arrive on Polygon, we have X amount more users and we can start launching these animations and, and gather more people. So they're essentially the three main pillars. Um, but the the fourth one that we've introduced recently is our technical development. And this is where all our time and resources are going into at the moment. And um, for those who have been involved already in, in our community, um, you know, we were, we we didn't have any tech essentially on Terra and, you know, where we've come to today, you know, we've, we started on a Squarespace website and now, you know, we have a full stack dev, two front end devs, a blockchain dev. Um it's just amazing to see those guys co- cooperate and work together and, you know we've introduced the marketplace, which is a huge step for us um, and obviously a token tNT off chain token that is creating a sustainable economy for our holders as well. um you know a lot of uh, you know mistakes that we're going to make or have made already with it, but that was a purpose of launching it off chain um you know it's not costing anybody money and it's essentially just a, a loyalty loyalty based point system for those who are who are within our community and um with now the hellcat store up and running you know with buy now features add to cart feature as well as of course the raffles and whatnot we can really amplify that and and scale that to a large source and you know have other people use our marketplace as well when the time is right so and obviously you know having tmt as the base currency within that ecosystem is just massive value for for the holders um of of any troublemaker so That's sort of a a
5: wrap up of the core pillars of of what we're building here. I think the thing that that clearly stands out to me from like, if you're looking on your website is how you've managed to kind of wrap those pillars of of what you want to achieve into everything you're doing is that you know you've got a 75 percent like engagement rate in staking on your nfts like that's insane um like by any one sort of recognition like you have to be really really engaged in in lots of ways to achieve stats like that um because everyone gets distracted in this world so um i, I think that's kind of testament and and shows um you know how well you've kind of uh, built on those pillars and and grown from them. So um, that's my kind of insight on that, Dim. And um, I just like, how are you getting that ecosystem working? Because I think one of the core things that I see projects missing when they introduce their own tokens is is they think of ways that people can earn tokens and they think of ways that people can spend tokens but every economy needs to kind of encourage people to to save tokens and needs to to figure out a way of uh, you know bringing bringing money back into a maybe more centralized aspect of it so that they can you know use that money throughout the economy, essentially. So like, are you guys working on that as well, like in some form of like token tax and uh, ways to encourage people to hold tokens?
2: Yeah, for sure. And and look, it is it is definitely a balancing act. And, you know, for those who aren't familiar with, with TMT as a whole, so it's a unique uh, gamified mechanic and it's essentially just there to reward our community members. So it's going to align our incentives of, you know, our long-term vision our long-term holders and the Hellcats vision, the the core pillars that I just mentioned there. Um, And and then the Hellcat store is obviously where you spend the TMT, you know, for instance, sake NFTs, real world experiences, um, you know, whitelist for our upcoming mints, our merchandise. Um, So, and just to clarify, it's an off-chain token and non-transferable so, yeah, just a loyalty point system. So, you know, it's a complete balancing act and we're learning as we go as well, um, you know, what do people want and and what don't they want and what do they see as value. So, it's all just a learning game at the moment. We're all new to it as well. Um, we have a max circulating supply of 1.5 million. So, they can never be more than t- uh, 1.5 uh, million TMT in circulation. So when we look at those numbers, I think at the moment there's about just, just over 700,000 TMT live. Like we're looking at 50% of circulating supply right now. And when I look at that value, it's like, okay, that's great. That means that people want to spend, um, but also people want to save as well because they see value in the future of the token as well. So we have a, a, a roster, if you will, of what's going to go on the marketplace over the next six to eight weeks. But, you know, those numbers need to be uh, changed as we go. You know, when you look at the median and the, and the average amount of TMT per wallet, then we can adjudicate how to price things and how do we go about, you know, future drops and these type of things. So, um, look, as I said multiple times, it's just a learning uh, a balancing act for us at the moment. And we're just gathering information, gathering data. Um, and, you know, we have a long-term vision of TMT and what it will look like and, Um, Of course, that eventually does look like it will go on chain, but we want to make sure that we have a really sustainable ecosystem before we do that. Um, You know, we've seen heaps of SPL tokens on Solana uh, float probably too early um, and, you know, it actually is detrimental to the NFT project itself. So that's the absolutely last thing that we want to do. The only time that we would think about floating this on chain would be, you know, if we're thriving and we really see that it's going to add value to the Hellcats holders. Everything that we do with the with the token will be number one question: Is this going to be valuable for the Hellcat holders and TMT
5: holders? I, I thank you for that, and yeah, no, thank you for clarifying. And I think it's really important to be be clear and upfront with with what you're doing and where you're at and you know like everything that we're doing at the moment is is new like everything in this space is new um and it is experimentation and you have to hold on to what works and and what doesn't work and again it seems really clear that that's your focus is you know don't be scared of trying things um but make sure you keep hold of the things that are good um and uh yeah i'm just we're, we're half an hour in um I've, I've got a few more sort of planned questions, uh, Dim, and then I definitely want people to, to come up and ask some questions. I think Edwin and Tony would like that as well. Um, but you've got Hellcats and Hell Hounds, and I assume all of that ra- like wraps into to TMT as well. Do you want to sort of talk us through the, the two different collections and, and maybe how they, they wrap into the, the tokenomics of the off-chain token?
2: yeah for sure. and and i I do want to clarify for for those who aren't engaged in our community either. It's we launched uh, Hellcats uh, with the intention of being a ten k collection, and through community advice we dropped that down to five k and then two point five k. just so happened that that's what the uh, market wanted at, at the time of launch. So um, whilst that's, you know, really effective and we feel like it's been a really great competitive advantage for us developing as a project, we also saw some limitations of growth and marketing capabilities. And um, that was why we made the decision to launch the Hellhounds. So a 5K collection, 7,500 NFTs in total. And we feel like that was a great number for us at the time. Um, So every time I mention Hellcats, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously referring to both collections, Um, everything that Hellcats get in terms of utility, Hellhounds get something similar. It's not the exact same. Our priority will always be Hellcats. And for instance, if we want to talk about TMT, Hellcats earn six TMT per day and Hellhounds earn three TMT per day. Now, when we launch our art upgrade um, in mid-February or early February, those numbers will be altered slightly. Um, but that's just to give you an idea of how uh, we value the hellcats um, more highly. Essentially, you can look at the the case study of of bored apes and mutant apes. It's essentially the same concept there. Um, so that's pretty much a summary of it. Um, there's not too much difference between the two in in terms of tokenomics of of the um, distribution of of TMT.
5: thank you. Thank you very much. And um, I I guess both collections fully minted out and and only available via secondary marketplaces. basis. Correct me if I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, so of course, you know, we had 80 and 81% of the NFTs migrated to Polygon. So, um, you know, that's hence the the 466 Hellcats that will be reminted or 400 Hellcats that will be reminted uh, very soon. And in due course, as will the the Hellhounds Beam incident. Of course, they're only available on one planet at at this time.
5: Okay, I'm sure uh, I'm sure you'll clarify that when you go through some like 2023 details in a minute. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, if you any any retweets of the room, always appreciated. And I'm sure Hellcats would uh, appreciate a retweet of their tweet up the top as well. Um, I was just about to ask you guys if you had any questions, but Tony's Tony's put his hand up in in preparation. Hey, Dave.
3: Uh damn, yesterday the Hound sold for 4000 mavic is that the all-time high for Hellhound sell?
2: Uh it's actually not man on well I'm sorry on Polygon yeah absolutely it is it's it's the all-time high sell for both collections but um 24 hours after a Hellhound mint on Terra we did 1.7 million in trading volume USD, and uh, one of the sales was actually, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, someone in the audience will know, but it's approximately 55,000 US, and that was for the Snoop Dogg one for one. Um, so, whilst these numbers are quite encouraging to see, you know, we look at the the Hellcat that sold the day before as well for something pretty similar to that Matic figure, it is quite in- exciting to see on Polygon, but uh, when i put it onto scale uh, i'm i'm still i feel like we're on ground zero right now and we're just only just starting to get the ball rolling and just starting to move you know that hellcat sale was our biggest sale 2 days ago and and that's not even the floor price that we were on terra all time hop floor price so um yeah whilst it's exciting um yeah it's just the first couple of steps in my view
3: i agree and- in the space that Frank did right after the youths announcement, he said something like this. NFT sales are driven by hype. Hype depends on attention, and attention is go- is generated by content. The Hellcats community does a great job putting out content. Is that an organized effort, or is that just something that's organic with the community?
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's a mixture of both. Um, so recently for the Hellcats um remint we've set up a, a partnership with crew three and and set up our quest for those um for those xp points and you know the the top one to 50 get a whitelist and there's a bunch of other prizes that that are set out there as well and we feel like it's been super super for our online engagement uh, I'm off the top of my head the last time i checked you know our impressions had gone up over 600%. um, You know, our profile visits had gone, you know, something similar. And we had over 220,000 impressions over the last 14 days on Twitter. So it's absolutely been phenomenal for us to get that viewership on on our project and our community. And essentially the way that we want to build out the future is that our marketing is evergreen in a sense that everybody who purchases or everybody who joins our community feels like so wholesome being within our community that they want to share they want to share being in the community they want to share that they purchased a troublemaker and that's the best marketing that we can ask for there's you know only so much that we can do coming from a centralized point but you know when say you purchase an item and, and you post it on on twitter how good does it feel getting you know 100 likes, 50 retweets on, on your purchase. It's just like, wow, you know, this is, uh, this is a place that I want to call home. And, and that's a, a key pillar of how we want to uh, build out our technological infrastructure as, as we get into this Q1 of 2023. Thanks, Dino. We got Yadis here in the house. He's
1: the community manager for Hellcast. Just wanted to check in and, and see uh, if you got some comments
4: here. Hey, guys, Uh, I'm uh, really happy to be able to attend this space and talk with all of you. Uh, I don't have any comments, actually. I just wanted to be a speaker so I can pin the all-time high sale of uh, Hellhounds. If you can check the pinned messages, you will see it. And I'm just uh, enjoying the conversation. Cool. Thank you. Go ahead, Dave.
5: Oh, i was just going to say is there anything that you want to you want to add in at this point edwin
1: well i mean just a comment on the the distributed kind of um guerrilla marketing that happens with the community right and i think that's what it takes in order for your community to continue to grow and and, and to feel that sense of belonging right i think something that you pointed to earlier to them was the the feeling that you, your community gets when, when they when they switch to a Hellcats PFP and ultimately all projects that have it uh, that are running a, a PFP uh, front end right in the back end you're building a lot of different things for you for you you know it's your, your marketplace and um, different different things but I think in general the the uh, the, the force that comes along with uh, the, the PFPs has to come from content and, and creation and threads and education, Twitter spaces, right? And that's something that I've seen a lot with the youths community. A lot of them are hosting their own spaces. A lot of them are, ho- are, are writing threads. And um, th- there's a lot of sub communities that, that are strong as well. And so I see that a lot with what you guys have going on here as well. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree with you that once when, when somebody posts something and when you feel your friends, right, come in and, and like and retweet and comment, I think that's a really good feeling and you guys are doing a really good job of that.
2: Thank you, Edwin. I appreciate that. And yeah, at the end of the day, like we're in a decentralized ecosystem, right? And And that's sort of how we view exactly that as well. And um, actually, funnily enough, when we, when we had a meeting with Dust Labs last week, they asked us if we knew much about sub-communities and we sort of chuckled and uh, we told them that we started the sub-communities. <laughs> but we've actually had a really good focus over the last uh, two weeks or so about actually revitalizing and, and pouring resources into our Uh, sub-communities. And we think it's a really strong way to actually engage in all those things that we're just discussing, right? So the HCMC, the Hellcats Motorbike Club, uh, the Visors, the Poker Guys, um, Iced Out, and Afterlife are probably the the four key ones in in Hellcats at the moment. And um, yeah, we're obviously giving them um, quite a few resources in terms of marketing support, um, you know, NFTs to engage in, in online, uh, marketing and whatnot, and then whitelists as well. Um, the visors have also requested some work from our graphic designer as well, which is all good. Um, so we're there to support those guys because we see that as, as, as an extra leg and an extra set of utility to these, um, token gated traits. So, you know, we're going to develop everything that we can for Hellcats and then you have, you know, a specialised group that has their own content, has their own alpha chats, has their own poker games. It just sort of adds an extra leg of, of engagement and and that's what we really want to encourage again and we feel like that was a big part of our success on Terra as well. So we do intend to support those sub-communities uh, and if you have actually have a look at our, our sales bot, the vast majority of those sales recently have actually
5: derived from those sub-communities. I think unique, it comes back to unique end user ownership, doesn't it, which is essentially what, what NFTs are, are all about. And And how can you wrap value into the people that are investing their time and effort and potentially money? into what you're creating as a project or a founder dim and like everything that i've heard tonight just kind of extenuates like how that is your focus like from from your setup from your start and it kind of wraps into the values that you talked about at the beginning of being a coach and being involved in in that kind of of world so um we've kind of got one more question for for you really and it's kind of double power and then like we we want some questions i know we've, we've got a request waiting there and um we definitely want you guys to to come up and ask a, a few questions for the final 15 minutes or so um but i suppose like uh the the last little bit for you is what's your roadmap for 2023 like what what are you doing with crew three and and are there any like kind of key points you want us to take away after that
2: yeah look we we definitely have Um, some key ideas of what we want to be doing in 2023. And we've sort of somewhat been reserved in releasing that information publicly. Um, We felt that it sort of uh, pigeonholed us a little bit whilst we're on Terra. And, you know, we had to focus on specific things that seem like a great idea at the time of release, um, but maybe not so months, you know, not so like say two, three months down the track. Um, And on top of that, Um, we felt like the space is just ever ever growing and ever evolving that we want to, you know, stay with the times and whatnot. So that's why we haven't released anything publicly as such. But I can say that our number one focus in in Q1 is our technological developments. And I have mentioned that a few times. Um, By the time Q1 is finished, we're going to be looking at approximately... 15 uh, products that we intend to be leasing and selling the rights to. Um, and, you know, those those um, those tech will, will be under either automated marketing, um, which I can touch on as well if you'd like to, but they'll be on autom- automated marketing, gamification, peer-to-peer transactions, and social integrations. So those four key, key pillars, we're building out products in each section there. And um, that's what our main focus is on. Um, Now, our secondary focus is, you know, we have a lot on our plate when it comes to the remint uh, as well as our art upgrade. So the art upgrade is actually part of the technical development side of things. But, um, you know, what goes with that as well is obviously um, improving an already amazing digital art collection, which Taylor and the artist team have been working on tirelessly for the last four to six months. Um, so you know each trade has been redesigned, redeveloped, um, some have been re- removed, some have just been slightly enhanced. Um, so that's sort of like our main focus over the next sort of six weeks, I would suggest. um, you know, because obviously the same thing is happening with help, with the hell. Um, but, yeah, I think other than that, you know we have little bits and pieces going on in the sides, you know with our comics. Um they will be published at some point this year as well and, and sold at Comic Cons. Um, you know, we do have our animation sector as well, our, our brandings, um, our clothing brand as well. So yeah, look bits and pieces here and there, but
5: as a whole, it's it's all about the tech infrastructure right now. I, I like that. And like like you say, like you can't you can't have if you you pigeonhole yourself if you commit to something like you say and it's I've, I've done it too many times in my short time in this space already and having that flexibility and adaptability is really really key um and and part of that comes with how you communicate um and communicate to your holders or your business and and i think Again, just from my interaction with you to today, Dim, you're not really, really clear in how you're communicating things and the information that you're putting across, what it means now, what it could potentially mean um, and, and what you're committing to. So, um, no, thank you very much for that. I, I, do you want to touch on what you're doing with Crew 3 at the moment and how you guys are, you know, sort of encouraging engagement that way?
2: Um, yeah, sure thing I can. I, I haven't um, actually had too much to do with, with the Crew 3 setup. Um. That's been mainly Kitty who you see in the audience and, and Giannis who stepped up. So if, if, Kim you want to say anything about it, feel free to. But essentially the way we set it up was that, um, you know, every time we post a quest, people can choose whether they want to do it or not. Um, if you do end up doing it, you know, you earn XP points, which, you know, throws you up on a leaderboard, Ah, uh, the first two people will receive a Hellcat. Uh, third to tenth receive Hellhounds, and then you know the top top fifty will receive a whitelist to the the mint as well. And that's sort of the sort of derives back to the point of you know decentralizing our marketing and having people engaged. You know we've thrown a lot of community members, threads, and tweets, and posts in the in the Q three as in the Q three as well. So. Um, you know, we just want to encourage everybody in this community to be, you know, firing you know, their online engagement, and not just you know the Hellcats account, not just the Hellcats team, but everybody who's involved in this community. We want to be pumping their engagement stats. We think it's a really important uh, pillar of this next sort of phase.
5: No, no, no it really is, and it yeah, it makes a it makes a massive difference if you're. If you're sitting in this room, and this is just like a little a little Twitter tip from me, um, if someone's commenting on your tweet, I haven't been able to do it for the last few days because, as Tony said earlier, on, I've not been feeling great. But if someone comments, reply to them. If someone someone quote retweets you, go and like it, go and retweet it, go and comment on it. Like you will encourage your own engagement. By engaging with the people that engage with you, um, and it's it's a bit like a smile. It's a bit like positivity. Like by doing that, you breed more of it. Um, and if you can wrap things in like Crew Three, uh, like other ways of rewarding people, if you're a if you're a founder, um, like having off chain token like TMT, then you can really push that engagement. and and, and again, it's just something that you can see. With your guys in here, with all the PFPs that we've seen in this room, and with the people that are engaging with the the tweet and the room as well, you can see everything that you said, Dim. So, no, thank you very much for for coming in and sharing so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? And guys, hit the request button. We'll we'll accept you if you want to come and ask some questions. I've got one or two maybe in reserve. We don't have it, and I'm sure Edwin and, and Tony would like to ask a thing or two. But, Dim, um, open floor for you before we end. If you'd like to add anything. Sounds good. I'm uh, I'm all good. I think I've
2: mentioned pretty much everything that I'd like to share. So yeah, if anyone has any questions, um, you know, jump on. I appreciate that some people may not feel comfortable to jump on this space. Um, you know, I'm always available on the Hellcats Discord. DMs are always open on Twitter as well. So you know, if something pops up in your head after this as well and you want to shoot me a message, um,
5: I'm, I'm always available. And um, you can always use that bottom right-hand corner box if you can't chat before I go to Tony and then anyone else. Um, if you can't come up and chat and you want to ask a question, use the chat box in the bottom right-hand corner, um, and either Tony Edwin or myself will, will ask him for you. Um, but Tony, first of all. Hey, thanks, Dave. Hey, Tim,
3: I was wondering, you may not be able to share this alpha, but I, I see, like, Polygon Punks is in the room and rec Gang. And we have some projects that have really got a lot of momentum now. I saw with Billionaire Zombies Club that Ryan Wyatt like bought a lot of their PFPs, uh, a lot of their NFTs. Yesterday it was in their Discord. Do you guys have any plans on like forming an alliance, like a power team, with some of these projects in Polygon that are really gaining steam? That you know, together, like
2: moving forward that way. Yeah. So I'm I'm of a firm believer that. Um, healthy competition is necessary for development, growth, innovation. You know, to keep pushing the boundaries of what you thought was possible before. But the number one priority is always collaboration. I think that together, two two brains are better than one brain. Um, you know, two communities are better than one community. So you know, we're always there to support our Polygon projects, um, and in particular. You know anything that uh, one planet and and Polygon Studios need our support with will always be available. We'll eternally be grateful for what they were able to provide us, um, and the landscape that they have that have put forward to us that you know has enabled us to to thrive. Um, you know we believe that the products that we're building technically will will be a huge assistance to every Polygon NFT project if they choose to use these products. Um, we've been in this space long enough to understand what projects need to thrive, whether it be a marketing, a finance or, you know, peer to peer stuff. We understand what's needed um, and, and we believe that building this infrastructure will uh, enable, you know, anybody who chooses to use these products to enhance their project and enhance their community experience. So um, everything that we do in terms of development wise over this next three to four months is for the good of this ecosystem not just for Hellcats.
5: So so it's got to be about two way value all the time. It just has to be like, there's no other way to do relationships in Web3. Um, Punky Killer, Web3 Punky.
4: Yes, sir, can you hear me? We got you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can.
0: All right, I have a quick question about the Hellcats. I want to know about the utilities, like uh, Hellhounds and Hellcat, they have the same utilities?
2: Yeah, so they're, they're slightly different in utility. Um, their, their base utility is quite similar, um, but anything that you receive as a as a Hellhound holder, um, sort of expect a, a 1.5 to 2x uh, more value with your Hellcats. They'll always be our, our number one focus. Um, the hellhounds, uh, yeah, will obviously receive their separate utility. We feel like this next three months, um, you know, right now we're focusing purely on the hellcats, uh, the remin, the art upgrade, and basing utility off, off the hellcats. But I can tell you now that the hounds will have their time in the sun um, and, and will be rotating a lot of focus and a lot of marketing into hellhounds when the time is right.
5: Did that get everything for you? amazing um and uh coin stoic. and by the way guys we've got a little more time if there's any more questions hit the request uh but coin stoic
6: thanks thanks for having me up can you all hear me
4: no worries man good to hear your voice can you hear me Sorry. yes we can hear you go ahead
7: okay oh thanks long time holder um i really just wanted to echo a comment about the sub communities You know, for me, I think shout out to also Sweaty Sally's is another one that I'm particularly fond of, but it really adds value to traits that may not necessarily be the highest rarity and really drives, I think, from what I've seen, you know, sales throughout the collection where, you know, you may normally get stuck with sales at the floor and at the very top, most desirable. It really adds value there. Um, but w- with regards to the art upgrade, can you provide any details of, um, about the reveal or will there be any like rarity changes that you can share with us related to the art upgrade?
2: Uh, I can give you a basic overview. Um, we will be releasing information, a full full debrief of information soon, but Um, basically speaking, the Hellcats that are going to be minted um, on January the 20th will be a reveal image um, and they will only be able to be revealed once the art upgrade is live. So with that, with the art upgrade itself, the metadata is changing. So some traits will uh, look different. Um, Some names will also change. Um, You know, for instance, say the Luna Maxi T-shirt is going to change name. But what won't change is the rarity. So whatever Hellcat that you have at the moment and what rarity that is, it will remain the same. Um, I think that's a really basic overview. Um, Yeah, as I said, I don't want to give away too much right now as it's a a key pillar of our sort of marketing over the next two to three weeks. Um, We have, you know, plans of the way that we want to release that. But I hope that gives you a a really uh, basic overview of, of what we're planning there.
5: Yes, thanks so much. Coin, coin, stoic, stay up here. I, I if no one else after Zalbu comes up, I might have a question for you as a holder, if you don't mind. Sounds good. Um, and and Zalbu, nice, to, nice to have you up there. I Hope I have pronounced your your name correctly. And um, what's your question for Dim or for, for Hellcats?
8: Oh, hello, guys. Yeah, it's 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 actually Zalbu, it's but that's fine. Okay, guys. And nice to meet you guys also a long-term holder and panic seller <laughs> okay i love you guys what you guys doing man so uh, uh, i have uh, two questions uh one is about what is your long-term vision guys uh, i think you guys just hired. Uh, to front and developer right, uh, is it correct or not? So, uh, you guys building something, another or something mysterious? Uh, maybe something something new future with uh, your own sites or what else? Yeah, um, I'm 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 pretty interested. And the second question is how about uh expansion uh it means uh with other blockchains like solana or something maybe something sui you guys planning on that what is the maybe what is next one or five years plan
2: yeah for sure so um just a basic overview um look we we Internally have, you know, one month, three month, six month, 12 month plans. Um, we think that it's really important to have a vision of, of what you want to achieve. Um, but we're also under no illusions of how quickly this space changes. And I believe that anything past a six month plan is, yeah, it's great to have in the background, but, um, be prepared to pivot and change those plans, um, because, you know, as I said, this space is just ever evolving and there might be some new tech that you may be able to leverage and, and these type of things. So, uh, yeah, we do have plans, but uh, yeah, as I said, they're just internal plans at this point. Um, You know, we'd love to see them play out the way that we intend, but uh, Taylor and I have been no strangers to having to change plans on the go and, and I think that's what has uh, allowed us to get to this point Um, to be flexible in, in those decisions there. Um, and yeah, so back to your first question as well, uh, no secrets at all, man. Yes, we have, um, hired two extra front end developers. Um, so that's just to help out Thomas, who is our full stack developer, achieve our milestones over this Q1 period. As I mentioned earlier, we have approximately 15 products that we will have live by the end of, of Q1 2023. Um, and Thomas is now able to focus more on sort of like a a manager's sort of role and, and chip in where he needs to and focus on the back end. And, and that's the purpose of having the front end developers. Um, we're not building anything in secret, um, no conspiracy theories here or anything alike. Um, we're, we're just really focused in on making sure that our products are battle tested. And when we launch these products um, and they float online, um, they're, they're completely soundproof. You know, the worst thing that we can do in this climate in particular is to launch a product and it's you know half-assed and we have to pull it off the market um that's the worst case scenario the best case scenario is obviously getting things done on on specific timelines timelines um and somewhere in the middle of that is is having a date set for something something and, and having to wait an extra week to make sure that it's perfect when it launches so you know we'll sort it of, sort of in that last category there with our marketplace and our add to cart feature and adding those two extra developers will allow us to get to that ideal situation, which is we launch when we when we set dates out. Um so in terms of your second question there, which was, you know, other blockchains and whatnot, uh, you know, right now we're really focused on Polygon and One Planet and, and building out uh what seems to be a fruitful future. Um yeah, we've had, you know, heaps of contact with various uh Solana projects and protocols, especially with the youths announcement and whatnot. But our focus is purely on Polygon at this point. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, guys.
5: And uh, I think I think the thing that that's just sticks out for me from like a, a planning perspective there, Dim, is by having the pillars of what you're aiming for is you kind of give yourself values um, and a vision to align with over a long period of time, but without holding yourself accountable to specific goals over a three-year or a five-year period. So you see the long-term vision um, you see the the future of what you'd like the brand to become by having those pillars, um, but you're not you're, like you say committing yourself to, to stuff. Um, before we close out, I really want to ask Coin Stoic, what's been your highlight as a holder? I don't know how long you've been a holder, but what's been your highlight as a holder of uh, Hellcats?
7: Yeah, um, you know, seeing really, you know, I came with uh, the Hellcats from from Luna and Terra and really the highlights was seeing the traction on Terra and seeing you know some of the really big sales and you know just being excited to be part of the community that was really growing and starting to see kind of the, the recognition here um, of what i think a lot of us who have been holders here for a while really understand that um that we've all been here before and ready for this to uh ready to see the traction again and we're so excited to be part of the the, uh, community so thank you for that question
5: I think from what I've seen from One Planet as well, um, and the community that's come over from Terra is is exactly uh, the same thing. I'm splash. I'm going to let Edwin decide if we've got time for your question or not. Um, but um, it's that 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 rebuild, that that rebound, and the fact that so many of you guys have been willing to to keep going and keep pushing. That's been um, super exciting for me to see. As kind of uh, like an outsider to. To you guys before you came over here, and, and now kind of trying to be part of what what we're trying to do together. It's um, yeah, and and seeing the success uh, over the last few weeks I suppose for for people on Polygon following the announcement of of Ukes has been really exciting and, and you guys gaining traction from that is super exciting as well. Um thanks for that coin and uh, I appreciate you being so willing to be put on the spot as well. Um Splash, I, I guess you're gonna be our last question of the day before I see if Tony or Edwin have got anything to add. Um it's nice to meet
6: you. Yeah hi there. Nice to meet you as well. Uh nothing so much as a question. Uh I just see conversations about uh sub-communities coming up a lot and uh i guess i would just give my my two cents on it as well uh i've been in uh, a couple of communities with hellcats the uh hellcat motorcycle club the one percenters uh drip and one percent cap and visors and actually i was in the Bud club i was in a lot of the so let's put it that way but uh you were just asking more about um I guess expanding and going deeper on that and having a take on it. And what struck me being in these things is the people that form the committees to, um, to vote and put proposals and push forward behind the scenes, the subcommunities of uh, what's going on is uh, inspiring because it's, it's not really a paid position. It's uh, sort of like working for volunteering for a nonprofit or whatnot. And to see so many people with such talent and such intelligence to you know t- come together with a vision and uh, and vote on things and uh, push things forward and you know be a part of the this excitement that's going on uh, both when we're on Terra and as well now on Polygon is uh, is quite the thing. So if anyone's uh, thinking of getting a Hellcat or a Hellhound, it's something to think about if you wanted to join the community a sub community and, uh,
4: be a part of what they're trying to do pushing forward. um, but yeah,
6: that's all I wanted to say. Thank you for letting me speak.
2: Thanks for jumping on splash. Appreciate that, man. And you pretty much hit the nail on the head. We want to be able to empower you guys to essentially lead this sub community sub DAO, whatever you want to call it. We want to empower you to, to treat it as if it's your own with essentially no loss, you know, because, what's the worst thing that happens? You know, you lose sort of engagement and you lose interest in in the in the trade itself. But, you know, whoop You doo you still get the opportunity to be super creative, play with ideas, collaborate with other people, you know, and importantly, you know, build relationships that you may otherwise probably wouldn't have. So I feel like that's why the HCMC has stuck so tough together. You know, during those terror days, you have a, a weekly town hall meeting where everyone just sort of jumps on and chats a bit of shit. Like that's sort of what we're all about here in web three, you know, just forming those bonds. So I really do appreciate that. And and it's great to be able to uh, sort of give you guys a license to be able to do that. And from our end, we just want to make sure that that's all possible. Um, and then, you know, you guys sort of just take the initiative from there. Um, so that's great. I, I also just um, saw a comment from, from Polly who uh, said that he can't speak because his his baby's sleeping. Um, and, he, and he asked about my thoughts on our decision to choose Polygon over Solana. And I think this is a a quite important question and something that I've actually been asked quite a bit over the last uh, month or so when I've been on the Utes uh, podcast, uh, Twitter spaces and whatnot. So look, a a brief summary of of why we did that. And, you know, those who have been in our community um, know that we initially chose Solana we felt like at the time, um, it was probably a, a good decision, but in hindsight, a rash decision that, um, you know, an error that we made, uh, poor judgment on, and I'll take full responsibility for that. Um, you know, as time progressed over that sort of uh, week, month, or whatnot, it, it 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 really did seem like a good idea. Um, but look, when we sort of started doing some research on Solana, you know, we, we did realize, of course, you know, we're up against it, you know, huge, huge market saturation and and you have to really bring something to the table that, you know, all the thousands of other projects hadn't. And we, we felt like we were ready to be able to do that. Um, but when we had a conversation with, with One Planet, um, and Polygon Studios, just the the care and the personable questions and future development questions, and I just sort of felt like it was like talking, you know, in a really uh, personable sense rather than a business sense, and it sort of sparked our curiosity about, you know, what is Polygon all about, and and it sort of set us off on a journey of of curiosity to see like, hey, what is this space all about because you know there aren't too many pfps if any on 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 polygon at this point um so is this an opportunity for us here to to build out this landscape as we did on terra you know we were no strangers of low visibility low uh, royalties you know these type of things we built out an amazing project on on all those on all those figures as well so it was like well is this a second opportunity for us to to form and bond uh, a new path for polygon nfts and you know we can really be at the forefront of that and and when we started asking ourselves these questions it sort of seemed like yeah this is the right answer and you know polygon studios came in with um financial support as well and it sort of just tipped us over the edge. It was like, okay, we sort of, you know, get the next six months of business operations. You know, there's the you know, backing there to be able to go and achieve what we want to achieve. Um, and, you know, in turn, we're able to work with, you know, founders of this blockchain who really want to, you know, make this blockchain thrive. And, and that was the turning point for us. And, you know, we signed the contract
5: with, with two and, and, you know, that's all she wrote, I suppose. Well, thank you for thank you for picking that up. Um, I, I I missed it having offered that to everyone, Dim. I missed it. So thank you very much for for picking up that question. And um, just quickly on your sub communities, I think the thing that that stands out for me is the potential of them moving forwards to to you know onboard onboard new people into to what you're doing, either either through the way those sub communities are interacting, um, through other projects, um, and and basically just just again it's that, that next level of expansion isn't it and kind of passing responsibility down um, and and creating new core teams to, to push your brand forward um, I like throwing stuff some of it sticks occasionally uh, um, thank you very much Tim I want to go over to Tony first of all um, see if he wants to add anything but um, you know we've been on for just over an hour guys um, we said we'd be here for an hour so we're going to be closing this down very very shortly um, appreciate all of your retweets and interactions with us um, thank you very much um, Tony is there any Anything, uh you want to add or say before we i just uh, want to say down. yeah I just want to say
3: thank you to the hellcats team dem um, taylor's been so responsive anytime i've needed something from him from the one planet standpoint he's just been right on it and just thank you for what you're doing for the ecosystem anyone that knows me and i think dave is 100 percent the same we're about building and, and edwin as well building the entire polygon ecosystem and you guys are a huge part of that we're just so thankful that uh, you came from Terra to Polygon, and excited about the future.
2: Appreciate that, man. It's, uh, honestly, it's we're just as grateful to be on on such a great blockchain and and working with One Planet as well. And you know, I've said this before today, uh, but we're really keen to make a serious mark on Polygon blockchain and and forge this future. And we feel like we have the responsibility um and and the means to be able to really shape this ecosystem and, and we're ready for it
5: i think, think um tony tony kind of said it i mean i've been i've been on polygon since september 2021 uh building because i see the potential of the chain. um yeah i've built a huge network of, of people uh in and around polygon over that time um and i'm super excited to push that with you know edwin the guys at one planet and and meeting people like yourself, Tim, um, and, and Hellcats and starting to interact more with, you know, projects that, that have got a good basis and know what they're doing and know where they're going, know where they're going. So, um, no, thank you very much for, for coming tonight. Thank you uh, for your time and, and answering all of the questions so candidly. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Edwin to, to, to ask anything he wants to and close us down because I can't shut the spaces. Um, thank you guys for, for being with us. And, and Edwin, over to you. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, it's been uh, an awesome hour to hear from them and some of the community members here i had to get splash up here because that's just a dope ass hellhound with a visor like you know that uh, i have a hellhound so i always love seeing uh, the different varieties uh, it was funny because when i first got the hellhound i went into the discord and they started to educate me on that uh, ishe you know and uh it was just funny to interact with the with the community there and so Um, I think that's what's important in this space, right? That we're all trying to have fun and uh, trying to build some cool stuff. So um, we have the Hellcats team that is trying to to do that. Uh, But with that being said, uh, yeah, we're going to close down the space. Uh, Just to remind you guys, the remit um, is going to be 466 Hellcats, right? That uh, weren't able to migrate. And so on January 20th, just be ready for that. Right now, you can participate through the the Crew 3 uh, quest that the team has set up, and uh, you can get whitelisted. It's only going to be a whitelisted mint. There's no public ground. So make sure you're paying attention to their announcements uh, and join their Discord if you want to get involved for that. Um, But, yeah, thanks, everybody. It's been a pleasure talking to you all, um, and uh, I wish
0: you all the best. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was One Planet's The Landing, From Idea to Launchpad with the Hellcats, recorded on Sunday, January 8th, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Reading in a book, yo, I learned something nifty. The CIA was feeding people acid in the 50s. Some people knew it, most of them didn't. It was like a little game they invented. Sandos had the plug, it was all about the research Gotta get turned on, Hollering me first Government reaction is always kinda knee-jerk Not exactly what i like to see out of my leaders Zen lunatics trying to see the other side Everybody likes to hide and seek when the dose is high Paranoid like, people are watching me Well that's because, people are watching, see? If DMT is a Niagara of epiphanous Beauty And psilocybin treats your mind like a movie LSD wasn't the mind control they wanted So they kept designing different drugs to haunt us. You are an explorer, and you represent our species, and the greatest good you can do is to bring back a new idea, because our world is endangered by the absence of good ideas. Our world is in crisis because of the absence of consciousness, consciousness, just another night in the cabin, camping. Three drops hitting each town like, well, that happened. Feeling like a weird alien on this planet. I'm just passing through, staring at these inhabitants. They didn't know provocateurs infiltrating, lock your doors. Trying to start a quiet riot so they could mop the floors. Used to slay the forage, waiting for the drum roll. And that's what happens when cutthroats get all the control. Acting all manic, the passion is frantic. The visuals are magic, so let your mind brandish. This little weapon of mass dysfunction dawn dawned down, now we're tripping with the Russians, reading in a book, yo, I learned something nifty, the CIA was feeding people acid in the 50s, some people knew it, most of them didn't, and you wonder why we harbor such resentment, dicks. My notion of what the psychedelic experience is for is that we each must become like fishermen and go out onto the dark ocean of mind and let your nets. What you're after is not some behemoth that will tear through your nets, foul them, and drag you and your little boat, you know, into the abyss. Nor are what we we're looking for a bunch of sardines that can slip through your net and disappear. Ideas like, have you ever noticed that your little finger exactly fits your nostril? <laughs> I
5: and mean, stuff like that.
0: Spaces.